0: morning. So we are on the bottom of Chaf Aleph, Ahmed Bet. We are six lines from the bottom. <clears throat> so, Tanan, um, so just to recap from yesterday, this is very, very important. You can't really understand the Gemara without getting these basic concepts down. And that is, there are four different terms that we're going to use here to describe Tomah. One is a balkari. A balkari is someone who has an emission of Zara whether it's Tashmish, whatever it was, he was intimate with his, with his spouse, whatever it is, he is a Balkari he had a otza of Zerah, right, he admitted Zerah, and he is tamei ha- for one day, he has to do mikvah, and then at night he's tar. And we learned that Ezra said, in order for a to go ahead and learn, or to daven, he must go ahead and do tvila first. Okay, then there's a, something called a zav. A zav <coughs> is tamei from the Torah, a zav who sees one spontaneous, it's not through, in other words, the normal uh, rules of, of, of the, the normal context of intimacy with one's uh, with one's wife, but he had a spontaneous emission of, of Zara, and therefore he is also has to wait one day, meaning has to do Tvila, and that night he is tara. If he sees two uh, emissions, if he experiences two emissions either both on the same day or within a 24-hour period, day one and day two, then he has seven days of, of Tumah before he can go to to, to, uh, to, to, to Mikvah. So one times of, one day, is a two times of, if he has two spontaneous emissions of zera, either on the same day or one day followed by the next day, then he has to wait seven days before he can go ahead and uh, go to Mikvah before he can touch truma and, and him. A woman who's a Nida obviously waits seven days. A, um, a poleta shekhva zera a woman who has tashmish with her husband is intimate with her husband and then 2-3 days later, whatever it is a day later, whatever 2-3 days later a zera comes out from her uterus and she, she experiences an emission. she has the status of a carry. she's one day similarly if she has tashmish, even if she has no if she's intimate with her, with her husband even if she doesn't have any zera come out she's also like a carry one day okay Zera is semen. Is, semen. is semen. Semen. Is semen. Okay. Zera seed because it gives the reason it's called zera just like a plant seed. It it produces it grows it uh-huh. sprouts forth, so it's called zera. It, you know, children. You know, it's the uh, it's the uh, the seed of of a of a human being. Okay, so it's called zera. So zera is semen. and Dam is blood. Okay. Now, so the Gemara starts. It says all this is going to be brought now to show us. Does Rabbi Yehuda Again, this all goes back to the Mishnah of Davchav. who says a balkari someone who experiences an emission of zera. the man, has to go ahead and do Tvila before he learns Kriya Shema, or before, before he learns Kriya Shema, before he recites Kriya Shema, or learns Torah. Okay, so now, the Gemara starts off and says as follows. It says, zov. Who now we're talking about a higher levels of the seven days of so he experienced two emissions shira Kari, who during his seven day period experienced a lesser form of of tumah okay so we're we're six lines from the bottom of chafal from the so now he has again we have the higher levels of and the lower levels of the lower levels of waits one day goes to mikva. A higher level of he experiences seven. two, he has to wait seven days. So Zav, we're talking about a higher level Zav now, who has to wait seven days. Sharra Kerry, and in those seven days, experienced a regular Kerry, who now he has to wait one day within that seven day. So obviously that one day is sort of swallowed up within the larger context of a sec- seven-day period. Similarly, Nida Shepolta Shechvazera. Nida, we know, who is Tamea, for seven days, who experienced an emission of zera from Tashmish that she had with her husband before she became anida? So let's just say she's day two of Nida now, and three days ago she had Tashmish with her husband, and on day number two of her Nida status, she's already Tumea now for seven days, she, she emitted zera, so she would be Tumea for one day if not for the Nida. But the one day now that she has is already subsumed, is swallowed up in the five days remaining that she has of the seven-day period. Okay. This is from her? It's yeah, it's coming from her, from her. In other left words, leftover from, left from the Tashmish, Tashmish that she had so two she nights had ago. Zara. It's of it course is, it's his Zara. Zara. Woman doesn't have Zara, correct. And but she can have something else. No, no, no. So Zara is is, is a little literally just semen. Correct. So yeah. she so they had Tashmish. They had Tashmish. and then and then a day later she became an Ida. And then a day later after that she it's normal, Yeah, of course. Yeah. Why go but still consider, Tashmish, is normal under certain circles. If you have Tashmish with your wife, you're allowed to, it's a mitzvah, but you're still a Balkeri. Right? That's something else. You're supposed, well, will see, it was Batal today. We'll get to that in the next half. So okay? But yeah, it's Batal. But, but Ezra's Takana brought on Baba Kamadav Pe'al, if he made 10 Takana, so one of them was that a Balkeri should go to mikvah before learning or before davening. Then we have a heter we're gonna see next daf, amazing actually Khufbezim and aleph, which is one of the nicest pieces I've ever heard. We're gonna say off the daf, But whether if you're allowed to do a, a, a cool instead of having four you right, a regular mikvah is 40 saw, whether you could just pour Tez kabin, and you could pour gallons on you a shower instead of a mikveh. We'll get to that. But anyway, so, so now we have both cases. We have a Zav, who now saw, experienced a shorter uh, tumma on top of that, or a Nida who has seven days, now emitted Zerah. Or, here's a third case, but it's the reverse. First, she had this shorter Tumah on her. Uh, similarly, a, mish, so a woman who has tashmish, who has relations with her husband, is Tumayah for one day, even without uh, expelling Zerah. Then on top of that, Ra's Adam. a day later she became a Nida. So the difference here is which one came first? The shorter tume, tuma came first. She had relations, she's Tumah for one day. And then an hour, two hours later, all of a sudden she started experiencing Nida, Dam Nida. So now she has seven days tumea, uh, tuma status. So then they, they're not allowed to, re- uh, to, to learn Torah for so seven days? So one second, so let's see. So, no, that's only for the, for the, while you have that shorter status. So now, since she had Shim Tashmish before the Nida came, she has the status of a Balkari. And we know that a Balkari has to go ahead and do Tefillah before. So the question is now all three cases whether it's a, two, a seven days of that now became a Balkari and has a one day superimposed on that, whether it's a Nida who has seven days of Tumah, who, who then was Poleta Shekhfa Zera, she emitted Zera, so now she has a one day on top of her seven days. Or she started out with a one day, because she had Tashmish, she was only Tumeir one day, then subsequently became Anida. So she had both Tumas, but again, one is seven for the man, then one is added, or one is part of that seven. Or then uh, the woman came Anida, she was a Tumeir for seven days, and then she emitted Zerah one day. Or she started with a Tumah of one day, and then subsequently became Anida and at seven days. All three cases, you have the longer Tumah and the shorter Tumah. So the question is now, if she wants to go ahead or he wants to go ahead and learn Torah, are they obligated to do tefillah? Ezra, we know, said, and before a balkari can learn or daven, he must do tefillah. What's the problem here? In all three of these cases, even if he or she does tefillah, they are still tamay. Because the Balkari status is only one day, but on top of the Balkari status, you have a much longer tuma. So the, going to Mikvah and day number after you, you become a Balkari, you're not really Torah because you're still a Nida. Right. He's, not, he's not Torah because he's still a Zav. So is there any benefit to going to Mikvah if it's only going to get rid of the one day, the Balkhari status, but the more or the more stringent Tumah still exists? Okay? That's but, the question. If, if you're in the one of the seven, what, what would it matter? You still, you still have to... That's the question. In other words, Ezra gave in a vacuum. He says, if you are a Baal-Keri, which and, and a woman who has relations with her husband has the status of a balkeri, Balkari means someone who legitimately had an act of... He, he expelled Zara. He was intimate with his wife. The Torah allows that. But you still tummy, but for one day. So now, and a woman who has relations with her husband has the same status of a balkari, even if she doesn't have any zara come out from her husband, left over from her husband, but still she has one day. But So Ezra said you have to do tvila. <clears throat> Good. Question is, did he still make that takana in someone who has a longer extended period of tumah superimposed on the balkari? Because it's not going to make you t- taller. So if <clears throat> a man has a seven-day status of zav, he had two emissions. So he's Tomei for seven days. And then he had, became a Balkari on day number two. So going to mikvah is going to get rid of his Balkari status, but he's still Tomei for six more days. So in that case, this is the Machlokas here, is there any benefit to going to mikvah to rid your Balkari status if the woman is still going to be a Nida for a few more days, or the man still has the status of a seven-day Nida, and it's not really removing the entire Tuma, it's just removing the Balkari status. Understood. Amen. Is there any other ramification of being a Valkyrie? So Valkyrie, typically, Outside you're. Side, <coughs> you know the. So you're not learning. So you're not really supposed to touch Truma. If you're going, you're not supposed to touch Kachim. So you're you're tummy. You're basically tummy. Right. But Ezra was the one who said you have to, in order to learn Torah. And we're going to get on to this whether Torah is ever the words of Torah are never mekabel Tuma. So we'll have to get to that. But that's the basic. <coughs> No, that's the question. So, in order for a woman to daven, she has to go to, to after... That, again, this was part of the takana. We don't hold of this today, but that was the original takana. Oh, okay. So now, so the Gemara says, <coughs> the first mandamar says, tzrich and tfila. Even in such a case, Ezra would, would say that they still need to Tvila, to learn and to daven, to learn for a man and to daven for a woman. Where are you? Oh, sorry, we are five lines from the bottom of chafal, from the bet. <coughs> so, tzrich and Tvila. So, and Rabbi Huda poter, Rabbi Huda says, no, it doesn't make sense that you would need tevila, because ultimately it's not going to lift or remove the larger Tumah. And since you're still going to be a Tumah because you have a seven-day Zav status, <laughs> or the woman is a nida for seven days, going to mikvah on day number two while she's a nida of se- day number two of seven, <clears throat> granted it's going to remove the balkari status on the woman, but it's not going to move her nida status. So Ezra never would have said, go ahead and do tefillah. It doesn't make sense to do tefillah because in the larger, bigger picture, she's still Temeah. Okay, now. The question the, becomes, which is going to be obviously come about if there's any advantage at all right? I mean, in the So That's to what his question place place was. was. So let's see. So the answer is, that's the question. In other words, did Re- Ezra say, in order for you to be Tahor, you just need to, you, you can't be a balkari? Or do you say you have to actually be Torah? So if you have to actually be full Torah, then going uh, on day two when you're a zav, seven day makes no sense. <clears throat> but if it's just to remove the Baal says, and we'll have to see why is there a difference. So the Gemara is going to get to that. As you said, Ron, you alluded to. Now, the Gemara says, No. So again, we're trying to understand how Rabbi Huda said in our Mishnah that a balkari can actually articulate and recite the words of Benching and the words of, of Torah. Okay? And the words of Torah. Uh, and the words of Torah. Um, So, Kriyash Shema, sorry. So the Gemara says, The only reason, see, even though a tome is Zav, he's subject to Ezra's decree, but listen to what he says. The only reason, Rabbi Huta says, in this case, where you have a bigger status of toma, a longer status, the more Hamor status, and then you have superimposed in that, the shorter status, he said, that's where you don't go ahead and do Tefillah. But the impression is, the, the implication for Behuda is, that if you weren't part of the longer status of Tomah, if you didn't have the seven days of Toma, you would have to go. <clears throat> Again, the context in our, they have to, this is a challenging Gemara. There are two types of Toma for a man Zav, seven days, and a Balkari, one day. So, Behuda is saying here, if you're a Zav for seven days and superimposed on that and day number two of the seven you become a Balkari, that's where it doesn't make sense to go to Mikvah. But the implication would be, if you wouldn't be a Zav, if you wouldn't have the seven-day Tuma status, and all you were were a Balkari, he would say that you... Can go. Should go. Good. Doesn't everybody say <clears throat> that? I mean, that, why is that, why is that... Because in our Mishnah, you weren't here for this, but in our Mishnah, Rabbi Huda says a Balkari is allowed to go ahead and actually recite the words of Shema and Benching, even though the Tanakama says you can, only, Mahari, you can only contemplate, think it, because... You're a tummy. you're a Tum, if you don't go, we're talking about a Balkari that didn't go to mikvah. So we're trying to understand how can Rabbi Huda say, you can actually say the words, doesn't he hold, you have to go to mikvah. And if the Balkari didn't go to mikvah yet, how can he say those words? So we're trying to prove from here that he must hold that you must go to mikvah. If he holds you have to go to mikvah, then we don't understand our Mishnah who says, even before you do mikvah, you can go and articulate it. So from the fact that in that case, we have two types of tumah, a seven-day tumah and a one-day tumah, that's where Rabbi who does poter. He says, you don't have to go. Because what, what Jeff is saying, it doesn't make sense. You're still tommy for six more days as a zav. So, in that, But the implication is, specifically in that case, Rabbi Huta says, you don't have to go, if you're a balkari, to mikveh. <clears throat> but if you were not a zav, and all you were, was a one-day balkari tameh, you would have to go to lift the status of Tumah. And, and it, says, And this is still all in a 24-hour period. Right, in other words, 24-hour period that you, you go to mikveh for a balkari, yes. So, <clears throat> the Gemara says, and if you want to tell me, that no, Rabbi Yehuda holds, even if you're just a balkari forget about Zav. Even if you're just a Balkari, you don't, you don't go to mikvah. I how would we understand this, Gemara? And the whole reason, so, that Rabbi Yehuda says, even if you're just a balkari, forget about Zav, the seven-day status. Even if you're a simple Balkari, you had tashmash with your wife last night, you should go to mikvah the next day. He says you don't have to go. Why? <clears throat> you don't have to go to vila and you can still learn? Or high Diktan and why does not mention here the Rebbe Huda says, <coughs> This Homa is really just to tell you the power of the Rabbanon. The Rabbanon say, even if it's not going to lift your entire tuma status, because you're tummy for seven days, you still have to go to Mikvah. I, Rebbe Huda, say, of course you never go to Mikvah, even if you're just a simple Ba'keri. The reason why the Gemara brought in is not to show you that I say that you don't go in this case, but you would go if you were just a balkari. No, not, I always told Rabbi Huda that you, uh, you never have to go, even if you're a balkari. The reason why they brought this in to show us the power of the Rabbanon. That even though it's not going to lift the seven-day to a status, the Rabbanon still, you still go on day number two if you're a balkari to lift the Balkari status, even though the larger picture, again, there's two tumas there, the lighter, the, the, the more lenient, and the more strict. The one day and the seven days. The power of the Chachamim, the whole reason the Gemara brought in this Chita, the Chachamim, is to show us how strict they are. Even <clears throat> in the case, excuse me, where you're still going to be Tomei for six more days, because you're a Nida or a zav, There's no practical reason. There's No, practical. No, they, they still want to say you're still going to be Tomei for Kodshim for a truma, but you can learn Torah. In other oh, words, the, okay, the so r- restriction of Balkari was specifically for Torah. So but Huda, Huda says, it doesn't make sense, Rebbe Huda says, if you're, you're already you know. going to be, still be Tameh, then to your point, either you're Tameh, or you're tameh. it's black on white, you're Tameh, the Chambon said, no, there are gradations. So, so therefore, even though you're going to be in the larger picture, Tamehav, you're Nida for seven days, or a zah for seven days, tamehav. still to learn Torah, or for a woman to Davin, you still have to go do mitvah. Yeah. saying, <coughs> for the purpose of learning Torah <coughs> correct. Correct. Uh, so that so that's a separate question. You're worried about what the people are going to think, but so <clears throat> will have to deal with that. But this is talking about the actual rule. But I hear you. People might get the wrong impression that, but typically not. I mean, Anita, she's been doing this her whole life, and all of a sudden now is well, she's not. But uh, fair, fair concern. Gamar says. If you're going to tell me that Rabbi Yehuda holds even so, right now the Gemara is assuming that Rabbi Yehuda says a balcari never has to go. If that's the case, we have a problem because the end of that Brysa says as follows: Ema seifa. It says later on that Hamishameshes Vara adam. So a woman who has regular relations with her husband, and then she's she has again a woman always has the status of a balcari, just like a man is a balcari after he has relations <clears throat> when he emits zera. Uh, the woman. Also, she, she was a partner. Takes two to tango. So she's also Tumaya, and she has the status of Balkari. She's supposed to go to Mikvah that day. Then, but what happens? Before she went to Mikvah, Ra'a Saddam. Then she saw Dham. So in this case, she, first she had the one-day one Tumah, and then superimposed on that before she went to Mikvah, she now became a Nida. So now she's a seven-day. Yeah. But it's the reverse order. It's not that she was a Nida first, and then became, and then uh, was... Uh, Zerah was emitted from her. Tzricha <clears> Tvilah. <throat> she needs Tvila. Now, who would say this? Leman who, katanila. Who says this? If a woman is first the shorter toma and then the higher level toma, she has to go to mikvah. Well, let's see who would say this. Does this make sense according to the Chachamim? The Chachamim said, if you, if you have the longer status first, and then the shorter status, you have to go to mikvah. So, of course, if you have the shorter status where the obligation, if you become a Yav that's where the obligation of a Baal Keri comes in, you have to go. And before she went, she had the, then she became a ida. of course the Chachamim would say you have to go to Mikvah. If they say it in the reverse case, where you first have the seven-day, and then the, the one day's, uh, uh, you become a one-day Baal Keri, the obligation to go to Mikvah may not set in because it's not so obvious that it's going to set in if you're already to for seven days. But if you first have that obligation, if you're Misham Mishamitah, you have relation, you're intimate with your husband, right there and then the obligation sets in for Tevila. Happens to be that you also become a Nida six hours later before you went to Mikvah. Of course, if they would say in the opposite case, seven, and then you become to for one day you have to go to Mikvah, certainly if the, mik- the Balkari status sets in first, and then superimposed on the seven mm-hmm. days, they would say. So the Chachamim, we don't need this, the end of this to tell us this case according to the Chachamim. That we would know for sure. Does everyone understand that? Correct. But the point is, when did the obligation for, to go to, for right. a Balkari right. set in? If it right. set in first, then of course the Chachamim would say that. If they say in the opposite case where you're need to first and then superimposed on that, you become a Balkari, you have to go to Mikvah. Certainly if you become a Balkari first, they right. Then so, Anita, You would have to go to mikvah. So that, we don't need a coin to them. So, so then you could go twice then. Right, no, you'd okay. go on day two and then day seven. Yeah, yeah. right so correct. In Again, we're, we're going to get to We don't hold like this. This is the Gemara. Today, the, the Ezra's Takana doesn't apply. But this is all before. We'll have to see why it doesn't apply. We'll get to that. Otherwise, right. Otherwise, we need a mikvah ten times the size. Right? So uh, it doesn't apply today. No, no kidding. Right? If every, right? But again, this is just for the purpose of, of, of learning Torah. Learn Torah or davening for a woman, correct? Correct. correct. Or, or Not daven. for kachit, right. correct? One day. For one day, the correct? One day, yes. Correct. Now, so the Gemara continues. If you can tell me the sefer that a woman who first has tashmesh, then sees blood, is needed for the rabbanan pshita. That's obvious. The reason we just said. So now hashda because mazav kari, If you have the longer tuma, the seven days tuma status, you have a zav. A two days zav was now. Uh, Tomei for seven days, then saw a carry, then became a Gagdamekara, lav bar tevila. That initially he was not a bar because on day one, because the first tumor that said in was the seven day status. And Mikhail Yerbanon, and even in that case, the rabbanon obligate him to go ahead and do mikvah after it after becomes a bar carry, even though. To Jeff's point and to Ron's point and to Marty's point, they're all, he's not gonna become t- tar. He still has the longer tuma on top of that. And yet, the rabbin went ahead and obligated him. Ha if she first, a woman who has Tashmish and first becomes a Balkari, so the obligation to, to go to Mikvah after day one sets in right there then Ra Saddam, and then she became a Nida for seven, and as a, Timaeus stands for seven days, they make her a Bastvila. Initially, she was a Bastvila because the shimush which makes her into a Balkari came first when she had Tashmas. Before she became Nida, low Koshkin, obviously, they were going, she's going to have to go to Mikvah to learn Torah, or to Davin. Do you have a flow chart? So I'll go – let me just finish the words. I'll tell you outside. El Allah of Rabbi Hudi, must be Rabbi Huda, Vidavka katanila, and must be Rabbi Huda to tell us this reason. So basically, let me just explain outside. Give me – what's your question? Yeah, I gonna, well, I was going to make the flow chart okay. much more difficult, so maybe. Okay, so basically, yeah. let, let's just understand as follows. We have a – I wish I had a board, first time. Yeah. So we have a short Toma status of one day. That is for a man that emits zera as semen. So if a man has – Relations with his wife, he's called a Baal keri. Okay, that's different than a zav. A zav is what the Torah says is a spontaneous emission of semen. <laughs> it has nothing to do in the context of, of your wife of intimacy. Spontaneous uh, emission of zera zera seed, to semen. twice, so, twice in twenty four hours. So if you do it once, no. once it's it's one day. If you have two spontaneous episodes where you emit semen, seven. that is the seven day. Seven. That's the seven day. Okay. Is that well, no, it's usually yeah. out of sickness, usually, usually. Um, but balkari is obviously common, but we'll get to the difference in a second. But balkari is in the context of a, of a Torah life, within reason, right? The does will say, we don't want you to be... The reason for Ezra's Takana was that we don't want the men to be like chickens, kitarna golem, ate some the We don't want them going ahead and having relations eight times a day, right? So we have to have some kind of deterrent, so to speak. If, if you're not going to be able to learn Torah, because we go into the mikvah every time, the so the then... So then <clears throat> that's some kind of deterrence. But so Zav is a spontaneous. If it happens once, you just have to, you just have to go to mikveh that night, you're good. If it happens twice, either in the same day or within a 24-hour period, that's when the longer, seven days. So Balkari normally, emission is one day. Zav, we're talking about a two-day Zav here, not a one-day Zav, 2 days Zav, is seven days, okay? So the question basically is as follows. If you only, if, if you are first a... A zav, two days off. you have a seven day, the longer one. And superimposed on that, let's just say on day two, you get the balkari, which is the shorter one, does going to mikveh, which is Ezra takana a Balkari, not a zav, a Balkari has to go to mikveh before he can learn or daven. So if you have the longer one already, the two days zav period set on you and you're tummy for seven days, you can't go to mikveh for seven days. And then on, let's say day number two, you become a balkari Okay, you, have, you become a balkari Does going to mikveh Serve any purpose because it's going to remove the shorter status. But at the end of the day, you're still tame for another five days. Can learn during those five days. No, Azov can learn. So, 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 it does serve some purpose. No, right. That's the, but that's the question. That's what he's asking. In other words, did, what are we actually accomplishing? Is if you're still tame for five more days, is there any purpose for it? For the purpose of learning the. Torah. So, but the question is, are you able to learn effectively? In other words, did Ezra's takana? Was, did Ezra make a stakana? Ezra's going to say, of course you can learn, according to Yehuda. You can't not learn for seven days. Every time Anita becomes a woman for, for seven days, she can't daven? No, of course you can. question is, specifically a balcari. So it's because a balkari we have to give some kind of deterrence. Because a balcari is, we don't want you to do it every day of the week, six times a day. So if you're going to have to take time out of work to go to a mikvah, and if you're going to think about, oh my gosh, I'm going to do it three times, I'm going to be intimate with my wife three times a day, I got to go get a, a, a you know, do a life, a, a life, uh, a, what's it called, you a lifeguard, you know, you yeah. have to, you know, really have, uh, you know, be comfortable in the water if you're going three times a day to the mikvah, unless you work in the mikveh. Unless you work at the market the <laughs> microphone. So, so I used to... It, it, it's two separate <laughs> workflows in the in, in the in the it's two separate okay, voluntary. Correct. It. But correct. Two 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 is, the men. Right, right but the Torah, Torah gives you Tommy status. Yeah. The Torah yeah. says you're Tommy. A Zov, a Mitsora, yeah, a, a Yolandis. <clears throat> you don't have the deterrent built in. Oh, good. Right, so that right. So the Zov the Commander's gonna say Zov didn't do anything wrong. He may have done something wrong, he should have punished them. Correct, correct. So that's the question. If, so Ezra, is it just for a balkari or is it the tuma status? And are you actually accomplishing anything if you're still tummy for another five days? That's the machlokas. No, 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 but, but you're accomplishing... You're bothered by it. That's great. That's the machlokas. Yeah, you are accomplishing something because you said, this is, this is the confusing part, you said that if you're a Zav, the two-day Zav, the big Zav, the seven-day Zav, mm-hmm. you said that you can still learn Torah. Correct. And then if you become a balcari after that, then you can't learn, learn Torah for the one day. Correct. Until right. you go to the mikvah. 100%. Right? So, so the, it, doesn't, it doesn't mean that good. after you go to the mikvah, but the question you can't is, learn Torah for another three or four days after that. What, but, you what, you're right. No, 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 but the question, you said, is, you but the, the question deep deep deep. is, what was Ezra's mindset when he made the Takana? No. Was it only for a Balkari who otherwise would not be Tame? No. Or what Ezra was Ezra saying, if you're going to be Tame anyway... What's the point? But you're not Tameh, you can learn Torah. You are Tameh. No, you're, you're still sh- Tameh. You're you're right, but, but, so that's the exact question. Okay, did Ezra so. say there's any benefit to it if you're still going to be Tameh? Of course you'd be able to learn. Yeah. Huda doesn't be, say if you don't go to Mikvah, you can't learn those seven days. But he's saying, was the original Takana, when Ezra made the Takana, what, was, what did he have in mind? Is it to change your status from Tameh to, 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 me, to, so be to being, Tahor? Not being able to learn, to Wonderful. Able to learn. But what does that mean? In other words, does that mean that because you were Tomei now and you'll be taller in six hours from now, or... Enough of a status to learn. But maybe, this, maybe... So not in, or no, but maybe in that sense, in that scenario, he wouldn't have made the Takana. You're going to be Tomei anyway, so just learn. It, that, oh, that's so that's the exact you know, question. I, What's I, bothering you is the exact yeah. Machlokas, Rabbi Yehuda, and the an You could have been super... Go back 3,000 years. You could learn even if you're a Balkari, according to... According to Yehuda, in that Huda. scenario, 100%, because Ezra's Takana didn't apply. That's, that's correct. <laughs> Basically, correct. In other words, the reason why you can and can't because meaning the saying, what was Ezra's thought process? If Ezra's thought process was to include this, then you have to go to make her, like the Khamen. If Ezra's thought process does not, because of what Jason was saying, in other words, the bottom line is you're still Tomei. So if you're going to go from Tomei to Tahor, then, then, then do it. If you're going to remain Tomei anyway, um, Ezra never had that in mind. Me. Agrees may, tume, everyone agrees you can remain because you're still a Zav. Everyone agrees you can remain Tomei, correct. Correct. Yeah, they <clears throat> so, they're, so they're having a mach, Rabbi Yehuda and the Rabbanan are having a ma'aflokes on what was Ezra thinking. A hundred percent. Hundred percent. But but then it has ramifications. Right, exactly. Perfect. So the Gemara says now. So now, so the Gemara is going to say as follows, and therefore, the Mishnah continue oh. and Gemara says as follows, only a mishameshes and Rasa nida einat zrichat vilo aval valkari greida So again, this would show that Rabbi Yehuda would say. In that case, if you have two, you don't need it. But if it was just one tame, one, one tame, meaning balkary, he would require it. Gemara says. So then we see that Rabbi Huda again another proof that Rabbi Huda must hold that a if you just the shorter status balkary, you have to go to Mikvah. So all this was a question just to get to the all this brayso was a was a very uh, uh, a joyride, so to speak, through tumantara. But to get to the ultimate point that Rabbi Huda must hold, that a balkari in of him himself, forget about Zav, Mishameshes, Nida, a, a balkari has to go to, to mikvah. If that's the case, how can he say in our Mishnah, argue with the Chachamim, and say that a balkari can go ahead and recite Berchos kriyashma Shema, Benching and Amotzi, without going to mikvah? He said you can actually say it, not just think about it. Szemar says, you're right, Lotema, is it only those four items? Those are the items that the okay. Mishnah mentions. Uh-huh. So, Lote, but don't say that. Mivarech, El The Gemara accepts this answer. So, you're right. You, you backed us, Rabbi Huda, into a corner. So, really, now we have to reinterpret the Mishnah. Both Rabbi Huda and the Tanakam agree that Balkari is subject to Ezra's decree, that you have to go ahead and do mikvah, and that the only recourse is to contemplate. You have to do what you're able to do. You can't speak. And the Machlokas is... Either still a machlokas. The machlokas is not whether you can say it. Rabbi Yehuda will agree that if you didn't go to mikveh, you can't say it. But you're Mahara, you contemplate. But the machlokas is, the Tanakhama will hold you only say Shema and benching. And Rabbi Yehuda will say you say Shema and the brachos, the Rabonan part, and benching and hamotzi. Because the Tanakhama says you only say what's Min- minatorah. What's minatorah? Kriya Shema bishach b'chav and benching. Whereas the Tanakh... And Rabbi Yehuda will say you even do the darabonans Hamotzi, before benching, and the Berchus Kriya Shema. So that's the Machlokas. Gemara says, I don't really like that. I'll tell you why. Gemara goes, I'll be, we'll, we'll get to the end of this, and then we're going to do, in two minutes, a really a beautiful piece at the end. So Gemara says, u'm Rabbi, so you're telling me Rabbi Huda says, we change Rabbi Huda's opinion from speaking the words of Shema and benching to just thinking about it. So does Rabbi Yehuda really give any credence to hear or to contemplation? We know that hear or is not considered like articulating. And if it's not considered like articulating, what benefit do you have if you're just thinking about it? So does Rabbi Yehuda really hold as any value to going in and just thinking about it? So if you have a, a, you're a Bal and you don't have any water to go to, there's no mikvah around. You can say Kore Shema, you don't have a mikvah, you can still say Kriyashima, Shema, but you just don't make the bracha. And, and you, you eat and you bench afterwards, but you don't make the you don't, you don't make hamotzi. Basically, saying you only do the daraisas, but he says, kore, he says you read it. He says, even if you're you cannot go to mikvah mikveh, doesn't have access to a mikveh. You can say kriyashmai, you can say benching, you don't say the brachos, you don't say hamotzi, because those are midorbanon, but you actually can articulate it. And we just said he only, uh, And so whose opinion is this? Um, sorry, aval Mahara so the Brachos, and Rabbi Meir says, the Brachos of kriya Shema, and a Motzi, you only think about it. Rabbi Huda Omer, ben Kach Motzi, says, no, you can say everything. So, right, what do you telling me Rabbi Huda says that you're Mahara. He says clearly, a Balkari who does not have access to a mikvah says, articulates, recites, verbalizes everything. Kriyashma, Berchas, Kriyashma, Moti, and Berchas, Amazon. Okay, so that's the question the Gemara says. The Gemara says. Someone who doesn't have, to me, there's a difference oh. between someone who doesn't have access. Okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. But, but the Gemara doesn't seem to say that, so it doesn't make it seem like it's an Anos. But I, from the words it says, She's a little mind lint He didn't say, Baal by, by Kari, who's not, doesn't want to. You're right. Gemara's making a strong case that the guy can't go to the Gemara. Right, so that, that, that's true. So mm-hmm. when I throw that out, also, he might be an Anos. But again, that might not necessarily be a uh, you know the famous stories of the Tzadikim who didn't. I think it was Rabbi Moshe Feinstein. I, I don't remember when he was in somewhere in Europe. They didn't have a mikvah for years. He was never. At, I mean, there are bigger sacrifices people make um, when you don't have a mikvah. Not that doesn't necessarily mean you can violate Hochas Nida. Not granted, this is a takana, not 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 a, a, a dindaraisa. But 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 I, but I hear your point. So Rav Nachman says as follows. You know you know what he says. <laughs> Really, Rabbi Huda says, even though a Balkari cannot go learn Torah, he does say that you're allowed to go and articulate it. Really, you shouldn't learn Torah, quote unquote. You can still say certain things. Why? Because a son Rabbi Huda, Kilchostar Eretz. Rabbi Huda said, certain things are like Kilchostar Eretz where you don't actually have to think about it. It's so by rote. It's so We've done it so many times. The whole point is that when you're a Balkari, you're not supposed to delve into the 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 amkos the omek of Torah the depths and, and and plumb the depths of Torah, but if you're saying something like hilchos be nice give tzedakah and it just you just say it without really going to the deeper levels, that's allowed. And the Gemara continues and says, because specifically by Shema and benching, we say so many times, sadly, how often do we say Shema or benching and not really think about what we're saying? we just benching, i got to get to work, and you, you bench in 30 seconds. So it's, you're not really, again, it's, it's, a, it's a condemnation on us, but he's saying basically that we're just, you just say it so quickly that you don't really have to think about it. It's not really considered learning Torah in the sense that we think about it. It says you'll teach your children, and then right after that, it's says that just like you were standing when you received the Torah at Harsinai, and just like Baha'u'llah on justice by of Harsinai, we stood with aim with fear and trepidation and we sweated. of Anytime you learn Torah, even outside of Harsinai, you should have the same qualities. And clearly when we bench, when we say Kriyashma, we don't have, we're not with, with such trepidation, with fear, with anxiety. So obviously, that's, it's not like the same learning that we did at Sinai. So that's the case. You don't, you don't have to go ahead and do, uh, says Rabbi Huda, you don't have to go ahead and do tefillah. This was, I think, uh, maybe Ron's point or Shlomo's point. And therefore it says, anytime you have a zav or a mitzorah, or someone who has who has uh, who has with uh, the need that we're not supposed to do, obviously. Mutaram revim They are still allowed to go ahead and learn. velishnos for they can go ahead and learn of a baikar and a surin but someone's a balkari should not. And the reason is because it's brought down in other areas that we don't want the Kham didn't want the husbands to be like Tarnagolam, Aceel and We don't want them to go ahead and procreate or to be intimate five times a day, every day. Right? So a Zav or a Mitzor, they didn't do anything wrong. Someone's a leper or someone... They're not frivolity. It wasn't done out of Kalos Rosh. So they can still learn with, with the proper trepidation, fear, and mindset. But someone who's a Balkari for the fourth time in one day, uh, you know, they're not able... Their mindset is not appropriate to go ahead and to... To, uh, to approach Hashem. There's, a, there's a, one more small piece in the Gemara, but I just want a piece, I, I don't like to do anything, just the Gemara all day, I want to do something off the Gemara. So if you give me two minutes, one of the most beautiful pieces. We just said Yira, that B'nai Israel when they approached, when they were at Har Sinai they had Yira, they had fear. So what is, what is the mitzvah of us, Yira Hashem? So there's a very, very well-known Gemara, and this is a, a most unbelievable piece. There's a, ve- there's a very well-known Gemara in Pesachim Tavchav Beis that says, as a machloka, Am Soni used to be Doresh es- Every word "s" in the Torah. Every time he said the word "s," it comes to be mar. But it comes to include something. Until he got to Vayikra, "s Hashem In The pasuk said, "s Hashem l'kachti." We should fear Hashem. And then he said, "You know what? I give up. Everything I did was wrong." Why? Because in the pasuk of "s Hashem l'kachatira," what the word "s" can be? What can it come to include? You should fear anything or anyone like Hashem. Es Hashem means you should fear Hashem, but the word "es" if it comes to really include something, that would have to mean we put someone on the same pedestal as you put Hashem. So Miyad Parish, she said, everything I did, the first five hundred esim that I had until Precious shemos, I'm I was wrong because it can't possibly be that the word "es" comes to include something else. Est Hashem can't possibly mean to include someone else. So tell me the Tal- master, I understand. Uh, what happens to all the Torah that you did? He said, just like I get just like I'm going to get schar for everything that I learned. If I walk away from here and say I was wrong, I'll also get schar until Rabbi Akiva came. Rabbi Akiva said, ha-shem comes to be. Mar Rabbi Akiva said, es, the word S comes to include you should fear. So, what's the obvious question? What? Shimon Amsoni was able to do so many other SM that are much harder. He couldn't think of it, Rabbi Kiva thought. So, what is the mitzvah of Yerash Hashem? So, very quickly, in the Rambam, in, in the counts, in Sefer Mitzvah, he has obviously 630 mitzvahs. There are um, 365 losasays, right? And there are 248 48. 48 sase. So, mitzvah Dalid, the fourth mitzvah. Listen to what he says, how he defines it. He says, basically, know how many Roso, Avalnira bi What does it mean to fear Hashem? Fear punishment. When you fear authority... You're, you don't want to, you're worried that if you do something wrong, you get caught cheating on a test, you're going to get detention, you're going to miss the b- basketball game. So, according to the Rambam in Mitzvah Dalit, it's a Yir Asa Onesh. The Rambam in the Hilchos Yisodei Torah, uh, in Beis Beis says as follows, What is the proper way to love and fear Hashem? When, when we really understand the greatness, the awesomeness of Hashem, He has no... He's not bound by time. He's not bound by human... uh, By by limitations. By natural limitations. It's basically Yeras HaRomamos. The grandeur. The awesomeness. So that's what Yeras HaShem is. When you come to appreciate how awesome, how awe-inspiring HaShem is. So two different things. Seems to be a a stira within the Rambam. What is is Yeras HaShem? Is it fear of punishment? Or is it understanding His awesomeness? So the the Mahashat says... That's exactly what the Machlokas is between Shimon HaMsoni and Rabbi Kiva. Shimon HaMsoni mm-hmm. thought that it has to be that the, schar, that the fear of Onesh has to be yeras HaShem. And if it's the fear of Onesh, Talmideh <laughs> HaChomim are not in the power to give anyone Onesh. Onesh. Therefore, you don't fear them. But if you understand this Yeres HaRom, was understanding the awesomeness, the awe-inspiring life that they live, that can include Rabbi Kiva understood the second definition of the Rambam, and that's why it can come even to include Tamide Chachamim. So that, otherwise it's very hard to understand. That's the, that's the Pesach, that's the one S that tripped him up, but if you understand that it's a Yeras onesh Chachamim cannot give it to him. That's the Maharsha. This is how the Maharsha explains the Machlokas. It's interesting, Rabbi Kiva Eger always said um, that where the Rambam put something, because he had 14 chapters, where the Rambam put something is very, very telling. So he says that the Rambam put, listen to what he says. He says, in the mitzvah, when he just gives the mitzvah, he says it's the yiras The basic, the, the, the crux of the mitzvah is yiras HaSaonesh. But in Hilchos Yisodei HaTorah, when it comes to the foundations of the Torah, that's yiras HaSaRamos, that's building on top. The, the rawness, the raw mitzvah, the essence of the mitzvah is to fear Hashem's retrib- fear of retribution. yiras but when the Rambam put it in Yesod HaTorah, it's one of the, fundament, Torah is the fundamental tenets of Torah, it's Yerah Saromos. So it's, it's, it's the, all, just the recognition that Hashem is an amazing. And the Panam Yafos goes one step further. Panam Yafos was the, was the, he has a commentary on the, uh, on the Chumash. He was the Rav of the Chassam Sofer. He says, what does it say, Ma Hashem Shoel Meimach? Ki. Ki im? What is Hashem asking of us? What is Hashem asking of us? What do you mean Hashem is asking? Mitzvah? What does the word mitzvah mean? Commanded. Ma'ashem command, command. Shoel, what's he asking from us in Dvarim? What's he asking from us? She so says, that's exactly it. The of Onesh is the mitzvah. The fear, that's the basic mitzvah. You have to go ahead and fear Hashem. Shachar Onish. If I do something wrong, I'm going to get punished for it. Midah, kenegel, midah. But what is Hashem asking? Asking is not a mitzvah. Ki'im li'ira is the second definition to understand his, his grandeur. His awesomeness, that's the mitzvah of Yiras Hashem. The basic level, mm. according to all three of them, according to everyone, the basic level is just fear of retribution. Do what he asks. So he's in a power of authority. He can, he can go ahead and make my life. If I stub my toe, we're supposed to go and think, what did I do wrong? He's supposed to do a cheshman nefesh. Anyone, anytime someone has these surin, tribulations, or trials, or, or, or bad things happen to them, he's supposed to think, what did I do wrong? So that's, that's the fear of onesh. But the was to understand the grandeur, the awesomeness of Hashem, that he has no bounds to whatever he can do, that's Hashem Sho'el Mimach. That's Hashem asks of. That's not the mitzvah, that's above and beyond. Because if it's a mitzvah, we're commanded. Hashem is asking us to take it to that next level to go ahead and understand how great he is. Okay, yes, we'll see. pick up Mir Hashem next week. Yes,